Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy. Hello there, Darren. So today we're talking about uh, baggage pilfering. I love that word pilfering. So rarely get to use it effortlessly within a sentence. But baggage <laughs> pilfering at uh, the airports. Something. Uh, do you have personal experience? I'm afraid I do. It's the only reason I'm doing it because it's clearly a problem that goes beyond me and my luggage. Yeah. But yes, it's happened to me. It's like a right twice of in the last two months. Twice in the last two months, but sure. we'll get there. So, so yes, baggage handlers are supposed to get our bags on and off planes, right? They are not supposed to handle what's inside our bags. Mm. But as I said, that's happened to me twice in the past two months, and a lot of other people. Most recently on Sunday when I flew from Durban to Cape Town, in both ta- in both cases. Um, Excuse the pun. Uh, they took nothing from my case. I'm not sure whether to be relieved or insulted. Yeah. But th- th- I know so why. The number one. Know. What's wrong with my Chanel number five? <laughs> yeah, it, well, it, this is the thing. The number one target is expensive perfume for mm. whatever reason. So you can carry up to 100 mils of liquid in your hand luggage. If you can afford 100 mils of perfume at a time, designer mm. stuff, you're doing very well. So get the you know, 50 mils or whatever and carry it in your and luggage. Always. Um, so I don't wear expensive perfume. I wear the smell-alike um, versions, which cost like 120 bucks and do the job for me. So it does, the, it does the job perfectly. Twice well they, often. yeah. I've so never they, been disappointed in a Wendy Nola hug. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear it. Right, <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> prove that to you later. Um, so my most recent baggage tampering pilferage incident happened after I checked my bag in at Kingshaka on Sunday mm. for a fly safe air flight to Cape Town. I'd put a padlock on the zip tabs of my soft Samsonite bag. I then shifted it around so it was like on the side of the bag. And then I put a full Samsonite soft cover on the bag. Mm. Covered lots of these stories. The experts told me that's the way to go. Mm. Um, when I saw the bag on the carousel in Cape Town, the cover was on very skew. Mm. A bad job. So I feared the worst. And sure enough, the padlock got the cover off. The pad- padlock was gone. Hmm. history and again second time in two months my toiletry bag had been opened and the contents scattered all over the place and my little smell alike perfume <laughs> left burned right hmm. but i'm laughing but think about that violation i'm really getting very over having my bag opened and my hmm. personal toiletries and clothing Absolutely. fingered by some strange man but really, now- that's how, how does anyone actually have the time and the privacy, like there's no eyes on them, to take yeah. to take the cover off, it's to zip open job. the bag, Those to find the toilet? Easy. No, and zip open the, the toiletry bag and then actually, you know, pick between what they want and what they don't want. Just say I had some really good running shoes in there, but um, I'm size four, so I'm guessing that wasn't um, yeah. really what they're looking for. So I asked exactly what you're saying. It takes a lot of time. How does somebody not get detected? The airports are always saying, we've got CCTV cameras, we've got security, we've mm. got this, we've got that. How do they do it? And how do they stash it on themselves and get out of the airport without that being detected? And then that, yeah. So anyway, um, as I said to them, this is a crisis with crisis with massive repercussions. Something needs to be done and mm. done soon. Put undercover people in there. Litter the place with cameras. Something effective. Um, the very short version of what Colin Nadu, Axe's um, King Shaga spokesman, said was we ac- assess every report of luggage tampering to understand what new methods are being deployed and so that we can tailor our... Um, uh, 
policies around that. Baggage pilferage is an ongoing challenge. We work in collaboration with security agencies, airlines, and handling agents in finding a solution. Mm. Read the bag's journey from check-in to plane, because I wanted to know how, how are these gaps. He said once checked in, the bags are not touched until they reach the area where they are loaded onto wagons. The baggage handling system and loading areas are covered by many CCTV cameras. All employees of baggage handling companies are subjected to integrity checks, mm. background checks, employment history checks, and criminal record checks. Unscheduled and surprised uh, checks are carried out at different points in the baggage process. But still, it's happening. So how many you reports know? of pilfering were reported at okay. during December only? Yes, big question. It's a surprising number, but you're going to hang on a bit oh, <laughs> for the answer. I'll tell you in a bit. Super cliffhanger. More with Wendy Nola when we come back. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. Okay, I can't believe it. that, um, I, And I can't believe I'm actually using the phrase in this day and age. But in this day and age, with all the technology we have and all of the guarantees of scrutiny and CCTV footage, that there's still the kind of pilfering at airports that all of us are still experiencing. So... Numbers-wise, Wendy Nola, how many cases of yeah. pilfering will reported at King Shark International only over December? Okay, all right. Well, I must before I get there, I must tell you that, that ORT in Joburg is obviously the the hot point. Yeah. That's that's where most of it happens because of numbers, because of whatever, and mm. they're having a, a spark since August. I haven't got exact numbers, but King Sharker, just four during the whole of. Um, December, which is festive season, it's when the, the, the baggage handlers are shopping for their Christmas presents. Yeah. <laughs> and that's out of 220,000 bags handled by the airport that month. Well, that's good. So clearly, well, clearly there's a, I'm sorry, the cynical uh, answer is clearly there's a huge difference between incidents and reported incidents. Uh-huh. Many people just don't bother, especially if nothing was taken. Why would you? Mm. So, Here's why, so that the statistics are accurate. So do report every incident, if only to make sure the stats are accurate. Mm. When I wanted to report mine at the airport on, on Sunday, the woman was like, but they took nothing. So don't be discouraged. You, you're you doing it so that the statistics the statistics are accurate mm. because we need accurate statistics for action, right? In the six months from July to December, there were apparently 33 reported incidents out of um, mm. of tampering, that is, out of um, about a million bags. Not, again, so as I say, lot. the numbers don't appear to reflect what's going on. Okay. I am by no means alone. When I shared my experience on Twitter on Sunday, as one mm. does, loads and loads of people responded with their Me Too horror stories. Mm. And by the way, that plastic wrap offers false comfort. Mm. Two or three people told me how their plastic wrapped bags, cost them about 90 rand a bag, I think, mm. were pilfered. The plastic was cut off, damaging the bag in the process. Yeah. And that plastic stuffed inside the bag, because obviously they want to re- remove not leave evidence. evidence lying around. But yeah. yeah, that's like a double insult. Yeah, have your plastic. Yeah. <laughs> Shark's lead uh, physiotherapist, Dean Mac. Mackett, I'm not sure how to say his surname. Yeah. He went to the SAPS charge office at King Shaka on Monday to report the theft of his double cab bucky from that from King Shaka's shaded parking area at the weekend. That's a whole story in itself. Yeah. He said he saw four women with five bags that had their locks and zips broken and contacts stolen. They were in the charge office reporting it. They'd flown back from Cape Town that day. So that's so that, just so the, so what he, one he, person he witnessed. Just bumped into so the one of the three statistics on, on that day. Well, this is now January, but they said they had four in the whole of December. Now mm. we've got four standing in one day in January. You know, mm. it doesn't quite add up for me. Um, as I said, Axon ORT says they're experiencing a spike. Um, I, uh, Fly Safer was extremely 
uh, gracious and and um, quick to respond and big apologies. And they said, you know, um, certain of the airport's baggage collection areas are blind to the airline and others. He says we have no access to that footage or, or that area as it is access territory. But mm. it is our unfounded suspicion that this is the area where things are going wrong. Mm. Um he says in all areas the airline can and does monitor by camera. There was no evidence of bag tampering around the time of my flight. No one else reported any incidents. So mm, it doesn't look like it was a Safair-specific thing. Well, mine, why would mine be the only bag on that entire flight? Yeah. So all in all, all these answers about monitoring and police, and I got a, a response from the um, exa woman in Cape Town saying, you know, like pages and pages of what they're doing, and they have guards at the planes, and they have guards. It's happening in quite a grand scale still, and it must stop. Mm. Whatever it takes, it must stop. Imagine the implications for tourism, yeah. just, never mind on us locals. So yeah. what can we do? Well, I think the question everybody wants to ask asks though, is what happens, um, who's responsible if it does happen to mm. you? According to the Civil Aviation Authority and the Department of Transport, their regulations make it the airline's problem, mm. even if they say it's not their fault. Technically, it is. Even if they do take responsibility, though, even if you've got insurance with them, according to a global aviation compensation policy, they only pay out about 20 kilograms, $20 rather, per kilogram for stolen goods, which is a fraction of the actual mm. cost. We're running out of time. What to do? Ensure your goods under your all-risk section of your home contents insurance policy. Um, but avoid checking luggage in at all costs. Perfect the art of packing light and take your bag with you. Mm -hmm. um, there's a reason why those overhead bins are so short of space and yeah. it creates kind of dramas. We'll all experience that. Mm -hmm. So stand at the front of the boarding queue. Um, if you must check something in occasionally, you've got no choice. The latest advice based on all the feedback I got, never put your perfume in a checked in bag. Use an ordinary cheapish case with no lock or cover so the thieves don't think there's anything valuable yeah, in there. Or the other end of the scale. I think I might do that. Yeah. Buy a really expensive hard shell with, with clips rather than zips. Really, really expensive. Um, mm -hmm. Or follow the advice. I have to add this, with L, which LQ Waka shared on Twitter this week. We need to pack puff adders and use coffin-shaped suitcases. <laughs> I assume he means no. toy ones. Yeah. It's Africa, he said. Decolonize your mind and think African. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to try a few new things. All Maybe right. a cheap suitcase with a puff adder on top. We'll see. Whatever it to takes. Be continued. Whatever it Please takes. Please let me know if it happens to you. And um, go on my Facebook page, Darren. You're about to say how. Yes. And um, always report it to the authorities, even if nothing's taken. Perfect. If you want to get hold of Wendy, use her Facebook. It's Wendy Nola Consumer. That's it from us. Guys, you're holding my hand today. Yes. It is happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's do this again tomorrow. Mm. I will be here. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. This is East Coast Breakfast. East Coast Breakfast.